Well, friends, this is the end. <laughs> this is episode five zero. Yes. Wah, wah. Yeah, it's so sad. So, uh, welcome, enthusiastically but wistfully, to um, episode fifty of the Faith Awakens podcast. Yeah. This joke that started <laughs> about a year and a couple months ago. I think it was end of February pre-COVID, yeah. pre-world turning upside down that we said we should do this and we did this and then it became all the more important that we were doing this because we couldn't do much else. So yep. um, yeah, so I'm Father Tom Hennon, your uh, chaplain for another month and a half here at St. Ambrose University yep. and joined as I am always by my co-host. Meg Grady, um, soon to be graduate on Saturday. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sadness. We're both short timers. <laughs> yeah, we're both graduating actually. <sighs> Father Tom's been here another four. Just did another four years another, here. Another, did another four. <laughs> yep, re-upped. Re-up, so upgrades. It is kind of actually. It is nice having those bookends. Four years as a student. Four years as a chaplain. It's kind yeah, of like, it's kind it of kind cool. Of fits. It kind of fits. Yeah, it's kind of like like um, when you're a teacher and the first like you have your kids go through. You know, I don't know if that makes sense but like yeah the first like you have the incoming freshman is your first class like they've only known you yeah. as chaplain right we've only yeah, known yeah. you as chaplain i mean i knew of uh father chuck but didn't have him um for a chaplain so i think that's people that's cool. people don't know this but there was some discussion apparently that i could have moved last year and i was like no because it would have really stunk you know to get to know you all for three years and then say bye-bye for your last year so i'm really glad that did not happen i was glad i was able to see a class all the way through yeah um when i taught at assumption in in the high school um i taught only the seniors so it didn't really matter as much it wasn't like i was walking with them through their four years but even there i only taught three years and i kind of felt like ah four would have been nice four would have been like a nice round Right. You know, um, these students that I taught in their senior year had been here the whole time that I had been here. And so I was deprived of that by one year, but um, it meant that I came here. So that was right. good. So, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. So um, so I thought for topics for our final podcast, and I'm not going to beat that <laughs> into the ground. I know. <laughs> um I want to hear your highlights from your time here as a student at St. Ambrose, and I'm happy to share a few of mine, maybe two, but start with you. Um, Any big highlights of your last four yeah. years? Yeah, I would say, I mean, I'm, none, I'm not going to try and make this all running related, but that did consume my life for the past four years. Sure. Makes sense. So um, I would say the biggest um, memory I have was my freshman year, um, or no, it was my sophomore year. Um, we had nationals, uh, our team made it to nationals in Cedar Rapids. Um, and we, uh, we were really nervous, um, just cause you know, we had a pretty good team that mm-hmm. year. Um, and we were all pretty, like, we had a lot of teammates from the year before when we made it to nationals too. And those, like we had, we were well-developed, like, um, f- definitely faster. So, um, going into that race was really fun just cause we were like semi local. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of people and we ended up, uh, breaking the team time record. Nice. Um, so like total team time. So that was really special. Yeah. I just remember like coming in to the finish line and then turning around, seeing all my teammates come in too, like behind me. Uh-huh. Um, and like greeting my teammates that had already finished obviously too. But, um, that was really special because I remember, uh, 
everyone just being really excited and we were all hugging each other and it was freezing out. Hmm. Um, but one quote that I remember my friend saying was, um, she was like, she couldn't really walk cause she was really tired. She had yeah. run like her best time ever. And, um, she we were like supporting her and this guy this official was like you need to get out of here you got to you got to leave like you got to leave the finish area you know you're clogging up whatever yeah. and she's like limp like she cannot move uh -huh. but she uh turned her head up and she looked at this guy and she's like excuse me sir you didn't just run a 5k and we're like, Chloe, you can't, you literally cannot start a fight with this person. Like you can't even, no. you can't hold yourself up. But she was just like, can you get DQ'd for uh, talking back to a race? Official I don't think at the so. A, but uh, just know. like the attitude in her voice did not match. Like what, like we were literally two yes. people were supporting her. It was so, uh, that's one of my, I quote that all the time. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that, and do you want to share one? Do you want to like, um, I would say, uh, I guess in categories more than an experience, but I think um, the spring break service trips always are memorable to me. I think it's because you're going somewhere different. You're spending a lot more kind of time with students like in a van on the way down to Mississippi yeah. or North Carolina. You're working with them on a job site for four or five days and really getting to work closely with them and know them and get their personalities a little bit better. And listen to what kind of music they like and all this kind of stuff. So all those kind of experiences that um, give you that opportunity. But the spring break service trips stand out to me. And I think, I think the Antioch retreats Oh, probably. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's hard for too. me to pick one Antioch, but all of those Antioch experiences. And I was super impressed every time with our team um, and how they stepped up and how good talks were and all the preparation that went into making those, those weekends meaningful for our students. So, yeah, yeah. those would be two big ones for me. I mean, the other kind of highlights are also kind of low lights in the sense that I do think of the stuff that we've been through in the last year and the, the, the things that we had to do to, to try to continue ministry virtually from the chapel, live streaming masses, uh, or that were basically just three or four of us in the chapel, um, or adoration, or the radio masses we did here with KALA on Sundays. Um, and then the podcast and recording that throughout the pandemic yeah. and all of the stuff that we you know went through in this last spring since last May with uh, racial justice and the conversations we've had and the guests we've had on. And so I think that was an important piece of it, which I'm kind of broaching the next topic I had, which was podcast highlights. So we'll keep that at bay for a moment. But <laughs> any other highlights of your um, time here? At one just popped into my head. It was, I think, my junior year no it'd be my sophomore year because keely noble was still here um when we i don't know if you remember this claire mccarthy me and keely noble entered the lip sync battle i do remember this. um and we, i didn't actually witness it i think i saw it on someone's phone right yeah. and we did um well we did i forget what what song did we do we did a mama mia like song dancing queen or um oh, man. i don't know They're yeah gonna, claire's I, gonna kill me that, she, that I don't remember. Well, we wanted to do uh, When I Kissed the Teacher, but we figured no one would know that one. I think it was, I think it was Mamma Mia. Okay. I don't know. But we uh, got these like jumpsuits from Walmart <laughs> um, and they have like stars on them. And now I think it's kind of cute. Back then I was like, ooh. But um, so we all got matching jumpsuits and then we got feather boas and we went and we just killed it. We had... Um, did you win it? Yeah, we won it. Oh, nice. And we won like $100. Nice. Um, but like, 
we had like you should have heard the crowd because we had like in sync choreography. I remember we practiced oh um, the goodness. night before. In, I do remember seeing the video in on McCarthy, phone and I was impressed. Yeah, it was so good. And it the was, three of you are like all hams, you know. Yeah, we are hams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're attention uh, seekers. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so you were you were playing into it very well. Oh yeah, no, yeah. we were totally milking it, and they let me be. <laughs> they let me be um, Donna, which is Meryl Streep's character in uh. the. So I was like, oh, thank you guys. So I really, it was that was so fun. Um, but yeah. yeah, that just popped in my head. So mm. such a variety. What about podcast highlights? Oh boy, hmm. we've had a lot of good ones. We've had a lot of good guests on. I think. Yeah. Uh, gosh, that's hard to. Well, actually, the I thought it was great having Dr. Novak on, and oh, she was. I know so we've good. got a lot of compliments from that particular. Podcast. I have. People yeah. Listen to. I it, have a lot. Yeah. Just uh, the the ability to have her in person and to sit down with her. Um, was great and her energy and excitement and enthusiasm and all of that kind of, you know, it was, I think it was very important guest to have. And she was a real delight to have on the show. Yeah. I, I would say that one. And then, um, the episode where we had Leonard on from the BSU, I thought that was super, um, what, just like a really good conversation. Yep. Um, very timely at that point too. Um, and we were virtual by then, so that was all yeah, Colin. Yeah. 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 Um, of course, Dr. Corey Johnson is a favorite she of mine anyhow. Good. So when she when we had her on the podcast, that was a blast. And she actually, I saw her last week, and she mentioned that specifically, how much she enjoyed that. So um, passing that along to you. But yeah. Yeah. I liked um, Dr. Johnson, uh, Ella Johnson's mm-hmm. episode. That was fun. I just saw yeah. her the other day. She's like, yeah. I have to catch up on the podcast and i was like well we're almost done so you'll have a finish line there yeah i i am kind of i'm um flattered and um kind of scared when like professors are coming oh my up and saying, gosh hey, listen to the yeah. podcast and um dr larry skillen gave us some great kudos I the love other day larry, when we larry had, uh, i love you so much when we listening. had rachel on and we're talking about all of our history stuff so i know that email made good. me smile but he, um, was, he was very he was grateful for our shout out to him and his his efforts as a, yeah. as a professor here too. So yeah, we had Coomber on, didn't we? Yep, we Dr. sure did. Coomber, love Star him. Wars and yeah, making and yeah, he's just the good. coolest guy. Yeah, he's so cool. Very you're so cool, Doctor Coomber. If you're listening, <laughs> I idolize you. I told you that I think while you were here, but he's so cool. I see, I see him every day, really. Cause all those folks down in Lower Chapel, but he's one of the earlier ones I see. He's yeah. usually coming in early, and so and. I tend to get to the office kind of early because it's a nice quiet time to get stuff done and that kind of thing. So I get to see everybody kind of as they're coming in in the morning. And I will miss seeing those people on a regular they basis. They are so, so, I love that whole yeah. office area. They're all so good. Yeah. Um, I, so I always say like, I want, if I ever wanted someone to narrate my life for a long time, it was Morgan Freeman, but now it's Dr. Coomber. Yeah. Because yeah. he is good such choice. a cool voice. Oh good my gosh. Choice. Yeah. He's probably like, you're so weird, Megan. I'm going to unfollow you on Twitter <laughs> because you're just weird. But you, you know what? You're an all-around good person, Dr. Cooper. So. Other podcast highlights? I don't know. It's all been good. I can't yeah. believe we've done 50 of these things or yeah. we'll have done 50 of these 50. things by the end of this. So That's a lot. That is a lot. That's that is nothing lot. to sneeze at. That is impressive. I still can't believe we got through it over the pandemic too. Um, like when I just remember sitting in my um and it's like the sunroom and uh keeping my dog at bay while we're recording uh-huh. there's like one episode i think hannah was on that yeah. Pipe, piper just went nuts and i was uh-huh. so mad and i like went away from the mic 
to go like uh put her like you know play like in the garage mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. she wouldn't like she would calm down and um stop barking mm-hmm. and i came back and you had asked a question and i remember i was like i don't even know what you asked <laughs> i didn't want to make it seem like i had left so i just was like well, well uh, yeah we'll just make it work vague answer the things people don't see you know <laughs> right That's well you probably heard it but so. behind yeah. the scenes <laughs> Or um, ha- haunted Ambrose Hall too. Oh yeah, that and was kind of fun that. too. When yeah. Dave put in that music, Dave made the little uh, yeah, the snippet about yeah. the the haunted fourth floor of Ambrose Hall yep. where Father Tom lives. That was good. Yeah, it was hilarious. The ghosts will be sad you're leaving. I still have not had any strange experience up there, and I'm kind of. I find that hard frankly, to believe. So yeah, I really haven't. Um, they, maybe they just don't. I like, haven't even maybe really been don't... mildly scared coming back. Hey, Father Tom, maybe they just don't like you. Or maybe like I just radiate holiness. I'm sure. And well, so they're maybe just like, they just, ooh, they're scared of me. Yeah. That's think, how it works. I think maybe that's what they want you to think. They're like, maybe. Oh. maybe. <laughs> they're just like, uh, I'm not really interested in what this guy's bringing to the table. I'm just going to ignore him. I think I was more scared at my house when I was living there than I was uh, in the fourth floor of Ambrose Hall. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be scared. You have a nice, you have a nice place up there, though. Like it's not really like, like it, it doesn't seem haunted. No. Maybe they like the balcony off your bathroom. That's a little weird, yeah. That's my favorite thing about your house. Do you ever go out there and brush your teeth? Because no. I would. No. That's a waste. In fact, I'm like super set for every now and then there is a class that meets in the Lewis boardroom at different times oh of the day. Oh my gosh, like, do you go so, out there? So no, no, no. I've never oh. done that. But sometimes I've, you know, gone back to my apartment middle of the day or something like that or grab a bite of lunch and there's a class in there. And like I'm, you know, this balcony connects directly to my bathroom. So like, um, like oh, this You're is like, awkward. Oh man! <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope they don't hear me flush. <laughs> I think it might be. It's usually like uh, Dr. Ganaway takes his class in there. Ethan does. So yeah. maybe that's his. He would. I think he would love it. Oh, if he, he just would. came he out. Would he would totally eat that it. up. Yeah. He'd be like, oh hey. That is too fun. I will miss that apartment a great deal. Gosh. So, but. Um, hey, what's next? Uh, I kind of know, but... <laughs> that was a good transition. Thanks. <laughs> hey, you go first. Um, well, what's next for me is, like, after this week, I can, like, I think I've been telling people I can start to mentally change gears yeah. a little bit, and, like, I want to be able to set Father Ross up well when he comes here, getting ducks in a row so that when he starts, you know, like, everything's pretty well in order. And, of course, Tammy's a huge help with that anyhow, and Lauren. And so there, it's not like you know, he's having to step in and take everything on. And actually it's been a great blessing this last year when we kind of changed around how we were doing campus ministry where Tammy became the director of campus ministry and I was chaplain, whereas before I had both of those mm-hmm. roles. So a lot of the administrative stuff has already kind of shifted over to her. So Father Ross won't have to, to come in and deal with all of that oh, stuff. Oh, perfect. So that's nice. But I still want to be able to... Um, I felt like Father Chuck did a good job of, you know, kind of handing things off to me and I want to do the same for Father yeah. Ross. At the same time... I've got another assignment that I got to go to, and right? I got to start like thinking about that. So, thinking um, about that. and I moving in, getting I, a dog. Not gonna. I don't. Oh. I don't think I'm gonna do it. I don't. Th- You're gonna get a dog. dog. I drove by there today with. I showed my mom. I was like, "This is where he's living, yeah, and this the, is the yard that his dog will run around in." Yeah, but it's. I don't know. It's like, dogs are like they're like babies. They're like kids. You're gonna. You're gonna get one. You can't get a cat. I'm sorry. <sighs> But cats go okay, to the unless it's by got like a funny name, I don't know. Well, 
whatever animal, if I get an animal, I get will you assuredly have, have a funny name. So that's yeah. A, that's like um, I don't know if we said this, but we're I was looking at cats with funny names because yeah. my my one roommate was looking for a cat. Um, the cat she was looking at was named Bagel, which is funny oh, in yeah. itself. Oh, there was uh, one called Crouton. I thought Crouton. Yeah, so I screen. I went through and found my favorite names. It was like Crouton, Sergeant Meowenstein. Yes, um, which is the cat that I told you you should get. I think that one was um, hilarious. What was oh. the Jimmy Presto. Jimmy Pesto. That was my favorite. No, I think it was Presto. Was it Pesto oh, or was Presto? It, I, don't I don't know, know but it's like a cat with a first and last but name. But the picture of Jimmy Presto, he looked really kind of like sad and depressed. Yeah, he did. It was not a very dynamic well, photo. You could turn that frown upside down. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you could make Jimmy's day. Jimmy Presto. Jimmy P. And that got me thinking of other cat names that would be funny. Cru- Crouton was just so um, good. What did I come up with? I forget. I oh, don't know. Um, Let me go to my phone. Madame Furiosa. Yep, that uh, was pretty I good. I thought that would be a funny cat name. And, yeah, um, Father Tom didn't need to send me... Jinxie McTickles. ...his own names, but... Because I just sent these to him, but he's like, I think, I'm going to I think up. Jinxie McTickles would be like perfect comic oh. relief. Like, Jinxie McTickles. Yeah. Like, said, she would knock over the water glass or something. Jinxie McTickles. See, so that's a funny Vl- Vladimir was another one. Vladimir. French yeah. toast cauliflower how about uh dom Pourignon? <clears throat> yeah that'd be good mm-hmm. okay. this uh, this one them. name was yam one more yeah. yam i'm sorry don't name your cat how did we get on a funny cat names in our last episode i have more uh contact me uh okay on on social media if you want to hear the rest well all i know is i am moving to the cathedral i will be the pastor of that parish um and I will be learning all sorts of new things, and it'll be nice to be back in parish ministry, and I may or may not get a pet, but um, we'll You're wait and get, see. He will get a pet. And I'm moving from this like nice fourth-floor apartment of Ambrose Hall, which yep. is it's nice, but it's small. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, to basically a castle. I'm it moving is to a, a castle, castle, guys. It's Dri- huge. Drive by it. It's, it's huge. It's ridiculous. But it was of that era and time, of course, and it's the cathedral rectory, so okay. That's definitely haunted. I definitely will be hosting like Hennon family gameathons over different holidays or something like that yeah. and say, hey, come everybody and we'll play you board start games ghost and hang tours. out. And so. That place is definitely haunted. There's no I way it I isn't. Should definitely, I, should, I should host some, some students once I get moved in for a dinner or something. Yeah. That'd be fun too. Or you put it like a secret door and like you disappear for a little bit and then you come out the secret door. I bet there's... I'm just spitballing here. I wouldn't be surprised if there is something Honestly, like that. Honestly, I'm sure there is. It looks... Wow. If it's not haunted, they need to like hire some ghosts to come live there because it's that would be a waste. I want to know where the portal to Narnia is in it. Uh, that's what I'm going to find. Portal <laughs> Narnia. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Yes, yes, Lewis. So what's next for you? Um, So I got a job teaching at Challenge Middle School um, in Sterling, Illinois. Nice. Um, it's a... You just say noise. Noise. <laughs> oh, my God. Righteous. We've, we've ruined you. <laughs> um, uh, so... Um, it's a really, really nice, um, school district. One that I've, um, uh, looked up to, um, when I was in school too. Um, I had a lot of, I had some friends that went to the, um, the Sterling school Mm -hmm. district and stuff, and they just have really nice buildings and, uh, really good, um, funding and just a really good supportive community. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. Um, close to home yeah it's close to home it's like 30 minutes from my house which honestly i don't mind a little bit of a commute because i like to listen to podcasts um i think a little decompression time like a little decompression drive after a crazy day at school is not a bad thing well something you should think about 
is like using some of that time for prayer. I'm serious. Like that will be good prayer time. Good to know. You know, like find find some like faith based podcast or well, I do pray like the to sit in silence sometimes. Just sit that seriously. That's fine. But I mean, oh, that's yeah. how a lot of people I know that are really busy find time to pray is like in their commute. So. Do that. Well, I did. I do like to drive around. I, I mean, I just finished up my student teaching at Williams. Um, that I finished that up on uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, and the kids are really sad, and I was really sad to leave mm-hmm. them. Um, a lot of them had uh, been quarantined, so a lot of them weren't there, which is really sad. Uh. Um, but I did. That's funny you say that talking about driving around because I I told a kid just like off the hand off the handle. They asked what I did after school. I was like, oh, I like to drive around. And eat uh, pink starbursts when I'm sad, you know, when it's just like that been is a, rough a very day. specific thing to do. Well, I was just like, yeah, I was like, I just eat these pink starbursts when I've had like a bad day or like. So then this kid <laughs> came in my last day. I kind of forgot that I had said yeah, that. Did you bring his pink? And she was like, here's two bags of pink starbursts. Um, oh I got goodness. you two bags. So when you're depressed, you cannot be depressed because you have two bags now. Oh, and my I was goodness. Like, Oh my God! That's this so kid sweet. thinks I'm like clinic, like nothing, like she's like thinking that I'm not okay. Which some days I'm not, and that's fine. But well, like hey. I was like, I need to stop sharing that stuff with kids because they're just gonna. Do be they like, sell just pink? Yeah, Starburst? they do. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. I yeah, I I'd give you two bags, but I think Emily, my student, would be like, no, you need the. She's like, you need the two bags, Miss mm. Grady. And I'm like, oh God, Emily, I'm really okay, <laughs> Emily. I'll but be that okay. She like patted me on the back. That was, was like, so sweet of her. I know she's so cute. That's awesome. Shout out to Emily. You're not listening because see, you, you were there a you semester looked, and they, you connected yeah. with the student in such a profound way that she gave you pink, pink starburst. She remember cheer you up. Miss Gertie gets really depressed after school and likes to drive around and eat starburst. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just like. But anyway, oh my shout out to goodness. Emily. You, she'll probably find this because um, they like to Google me. Okay. And they like to tell me when I they Google me. They're like, oh, look at we found you. Oh, that's... Oh, man. Yeah. It's weird. Huh. They're weird, though. <laughs> Love them. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, so um, going to Sterling, yeah. moving in with... Um, this lovely couple, Linda and, mm-hmm. Jim, Linda and Jim Grady. Oh. You might know them as my parents. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'll be in... The old childhood bedroom, which I'm fine with because I love my bed. I love my room. I love my dog. I love my house. Maybe a little too much. Mm. I think they need to start, like, putting something in the food or, like, breaking something in my bathroom, like, at home. Because I don't think I'll ever leave. If you don't, um, they probably will start to, like, give you the hint in a I know. not so subtle way. Well, like, I don't know. My- Meg, it's time for you to move out. <laughs> I wish they'll just tell me or they'll they'll probably just like help me find a place. That's what I think. Mm. My parents won't come out and tell me because I think they're just too nice of people. Let's go apartment shopping. They're like, hey, this would be a great place for you to live. Uh And I'd be like, okay, got it, Linda. Well, uh, how's your sister play into this? Because she's graduating too, right? Nope. Next year. Next year. year. So that'll be nice. She has an internship um, kind of close to home. So she'll be living at home for the summer. So that'll be nice. I'll get to hang with her and yeah i bet there's part of them though that like right now at least is like oh great Meg's honestly yeah they're excited yeah, for I me to they come home they're like my mom's like i know it's sad for you but i'm really excited for you to come home i'm like okay it's not that sad for you though <laughs> it is kind of sad i'm leaving 
Well, it's sad for you to leave here, but right. it's not sad for you to move home. No, no, that's what she that. meant. Just like oh, okay. leaving. No, I'm not yeah. sad at all. Sure. My friends are like, you're a little too excited about leaving at home, and I'm like, shut up, guys. <laughs> you've, I'm like, I'm like, you've met my parents. You know, you want to live there too. They're like, yeah, you're right. Uh, are they going to make you pay rent? Are they going to do um, laundry? They haven't are you said. Have, like, I will do. Duty? I will do my own laundry. Okay. Um, so like that's just a given. I know. I and honestly, that's like. I'm excited to do laundry at my house because it fits a little bit more of a load than mm-hmm. here at Ambrose. So um, that'll be nice. But yeah, no, do my own laundry. They haven't said anything about paying rent, um, mostly because I have uh, zero dollars um, to my well, name. But so far, when I get a paycheck, yeah, I probably, I probably a fat would. teacher salary paycheck. Huge for guys, year. my I'm not gonna <laughs> say, but there's more than. One zero behind it. <laughs> Guys, it's pretty big. There's a comma oh, somewhere. Man. Someday pretty I hope big. to make as much as you, Meg. Right? You <laughs> wish. You only wish. Maybe I'll just move in with uh, you. I'll it's just not the that cute. far off, probably. It's probably uh, pretty comparable. Hey, um, and hey I've been government, at this a while, if you're listening, so. um, hey, United States, uh, we should pay teachers more. I totally saying. agree. Whatever. but Totally agree. So coming from a family with a number of teachers in it myself. So, um, okay, here's an interesting topic. How are you going to keep the faith after SAU? Because you're in this nice little like campus ministry yeah. cocoon here, like Ooh. Sunday mass, 10.30, 6.30, daily mass, adoration, Wednesday night mass, late at night, retreats built in, all your cool friends that go to campus ministry stuff. And then right. you go home and you know, your parents are practicing their faith and your sister presumably too, I think, right? Yeah. So, oh, but. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, but how do you keep how do you keep the fire burning? <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up Meg in the last episode. This Guys, is great. He's using his hands wildly when he said that. You should just picture that when you listen to that part. Um, Don't make me bring wow. out the Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, do your Jimmy. Say, whoa, whoa, me, whoa, what are you What are you gonna do, Meg? So how good. are you gonna keep the fire burning? That's so good. That's genuinely really good. Okay, anyway, I'll answer the question. Okay. Sorry, Jimmy, I'll answer the question. Um yeah. so um I think like you said, my parents are um practicing Catholics, so um I will be going back to good old Saint Patrick's in Amboy, um, which is my favorite church. Um uh it just is so beautiful and mm-hmm. I grew up in that church, so it's like a little bit of it's that home. too. But yeah. um but uh yeah, we just got a new priest, uh, mm. which was like he came in like right as the pandemic started. Mm. Um, so it'll be exciting for everyone to start coming back um, yeah. to mass and he can meet everybody. And my mom was just saying today, she's like, really, Father Tom's in a really good spot right now because I'm sure a lot of people haven't really been going to in-person mass mm. as much. So you're going to be getting in while some people I'm sure yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have started now. But you're going to be getting in, you know, around the time, hopefully, as the pandemic starts to end. Um, yeah, uh, that'll help. That'll help you that. with meeting people. But my predecessor had been there 10 years and is very well loved and for a good reason. So, by the way, I'm always following these Adam brothers. So Father Chuck Adam was the chaplain yeah. here before I came here. His brother, Father Rich Adam, is oh the pastor gosh. of the cathedral. Oh and I'm gosh. following him now. And their other brother, Father Nick Adam, was my parish priest growing up when what? i was growing up at a so they have a family of there's 13 in that family and yeah. three, three of them are priests that's so cool father nick father rich father chuck so and i've uh, like i say father nick was in my home You're always parish. Act i came here to father chuck and then following father rich but 
um, they're always well loved wherever they go, and so it is. It is. Uh, it is kind of. It's not easy to follow them because right. they are beloved. But that's what you want to have happen, right? right? You don't want people saying, "Oh, thank goodness," you know. Good riddance. Yeah. 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 So. so yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that helps, but that's Linda Gertie wisdom for you. Um, that's good. Well, okay. But um, so I'll be going to St. Pat's, and um, I don't know. It's it'll it'll be interesting just with a new routine and stuff. Um, kind of finding a like a place where that will fit in obviously i will find a place where that will fit in but um it'll just be different um Mm -hmm. where it fits in now uh with my schedule and how close in proximity and the timing of stuff so yeah it kind of feels like you know when you're in high school and you're living under your parents roof it's like it's like there it's plated up for you you go to college your faith either becomes your own or you abandon it we just know like statistically a lot of people do abandon it during their college years maybe they come back to it later but you obviously didn't you were um so that's good (laughs) but then you but you're still kind of like in college you're still kind of you know it's easy it's plated up for you a little bit still um, and then, uh, if you, if you make yourself available to it and all of that, but then you go to, you go into the real world as an adult and it's yeah. like, okay, what is, what is my, what's my practice going to be? What's my relationship with God going to be? What, how, how's my prayer life going to look? I don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, right. And I think it's like when you're younger, you, you go to church with your parents, you know, your parents make that decision that we're going to church on Sunday or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and you never really think, oh, I should go to church more, you know, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're younger, you're just like, okay, I guess I'll go like on Sunday or we went Saturday, we're Saturday night people. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm excited about that. Cause I like having Sunday just to like get ready for the week. Cause I get the Sunday scaries lounge and yeah, run and whatever. Do you ever get the Sunday scaries? The Sunday scaries where it's like, it's like seven o'clock on a Sunday and you haven't done much all day. And now you're like, I have to do all this stuff in the week. You don't get the Sunday scaries. no, no, oh, I'm, sure. I maybe I get the Saturday scaries because I work on Sundays. So like, oh, that's so true. It's very different. I never thought of that. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? I don't know, but no. Um, I sometimes have joked with people that I think God uh, called me to the priesthood because He knew that that's what it would take to get me to church. So um, oh, that's funny. Not exactly true because I was always involved with like church stuff growing up, yeah. and I was attracted to church things. But there is a part of me that like could be if i let myself be spiritually lazy frankly yeah um just to say ah good enough or i don't really need to you know and so ministry is i i'm very careful to say that you know my my ministry is not the same as my prayer but my ministry does enable me to pray It, it it gives me opportunities to pray um and i mean i need to have that own my own prayer life that nourishes my ministry as well but um you know the just the number of times i get to i mean i obviously saying mass, adoration, all of those kind of things and right. you know give me opportunities to pray myself so which is good but it'll be different going into a parish um, going back into parish ministry because it is just a you know it'll be a lot more there's just as many weddings maybe more there's probably, a lot of weddings at the probably cathedral probably more um, but there will be a lot more funerals and that's hard and there will be tough funerals and I got to kind of like prepare myself for that again yeah that's a lot but I also found in the past like in my first parish, we had a lot of funerals, and there's some really beautiful, meaningful ministry that happens in that. Um, there's stuff that, and I, I will look forward to actually getting to meet families and to kind of, it's really cool when you're there long enough that you've, you know, you buried their grandfather, you you married their daughter, you, you know, like you, you're, Baptized, you're part of their yeah. family for a few years. Even here in college campus ministry, like, okay, I've gotten to know you for four years. And yeah. Then, 
bye bye you know so even if i stayed here another four years i'm i'm getting to know people in these like four year increments no. whereas in parish ministry assuming i'm there for a good while which i hope to be it'll be a little bit longer you no, know? That's, and year round too not just nine months a year so. right and i think that's really special too because i remember um father bales who's actually an alum mm -hmm. of yes. ambrose um yep. was my like that was my childhood priest and like it was so devastating when he moved um mm -hmm. but then i remember we went to mass here i don't know it was like my freshman year. homecoming he homecoming. came and celebrated he homecoming did. yeah and i didn't know that he went here mm -hmm. so it was just kind of special that i ended up here and we saw him after mass and i was like hey i don't know if you remember me but and he's like oh hi like he was and so then excited. you found out emily moore also knew yes. monsignor bales because she he had been at her parish yes and you you both loved him so. yes he's just oh and he passed away him. a couple years ago we did he a memorial did. mass for him this year he did um, actually we have him on our calendar we we often offer mass for our deceased alum so it was nice yeah. to, be able to do that again but it was just yeah it was nice to see him because um and we got a picture that day but that was the last time i saw him you know yeah. before he passed but um yeah so i still i i was he was so loved in our community too and i think you will be too yeah. in the, the cathedral in yeah. your castle with your dog you keep pressing the dog I'm thing. I'm telling you, uh, you need one. Then I need uh, probably a part-time assistant just to deal with the dog. So. I'll do that. Uh, yeah, you can do we that. We can co-parent the dog. Sure. How's that going to work driving from... You I know. would. Okay. You know I would. I know you would. <laughs> um, advice to any uh, present or future Ambrosians as to how mm. to make the most of their time here mm. while a student. Oh, boy. I don't... I do know, but it's just like, I'm, I've been in denial that I'm graduating yeah. um, just to kind of like protect. Cause if I've had a lot of stuff to focus on with like um, school and like races and stuff. So I haven't let myself really like think about it, but hmm. I've been kind of reflecting in small increments. Cause I think, I think that's good. You know, I don't start like break down and crying cause it's not all sad, but it's just yeah. like, I'm very sentimental. Yeah. Um, I would say the biggest advice, and this is like not very sentimental, um, this is more like physical, protecting your physical well-being mm -hmm. is when you go into Ambrose Hall, everyone has the uses those brown stairs. And somebody told me that two sided stairwell. Yes. The, the, that you're thinking. Of, yes, right? yes. The two sided stairwell in Ambrose Hall. And let me tell you, taking that all the way to the fourth floor, you will be so winded. And I run 60 miles a week and you will be so winded that you will never want to. You just you just want to collapse. But let me tell you, I have a tip, all right? And somebody told me those brown stairs are like higher than the average uh -huh. stairs. Somebody told me that. I think it was Car Dr. Carrie Manning. Um, but so if you go to, help me help me describe where this is, the side stairwells. Well, there's the there's the other end over by right. on the McMullen side. Yeah. I don't know that those would be that no, much better. Not those. You're not thinking those. the ones in the middle yeah. of the building so that are by the elevator. You enter. The yeah. smaller stairs that kind of, yeah. You enter through the beehive. You can go up those stairs yep. and then that takes you by the registrar's office. You're going to go towards B Central. You'll see a, this is very in-depth. Take mm -hmm. notes, everyone. You go towards B Central um, and then like you're going to the tutoring center and mm -hmm. then you're going to turn, I'm positioning <laughs> myself, you're going to turn left and you'll find a stairwell. Go up those stairs, Okay. That's gonna. That's so. It's so much better, and also it's less crowded, and it's just a nice, peaceful commute to whatever floor you're going to. Mine was always 
I think second floor. Is that is that considered second floor, the history hallway? Uh, yeah, that's second floor. Second floor. For sure. Mine was always, and that butts out right into the history hallway. So if you're going to do a history class. Meg, that is very sage, profound <gasps> advice know. for future Ambrosians about exactly which staircase to yep. use. In and don't Amos take the Hall. elevator, okay? No. It's not worth waiting to. for. And Seriously. if you want to get something at the coffee shop and then you take the elevator, you're not going to make it on time. No. You're not. <laughs> you're just not. And this is, <laughs> this is, this may be useless advice, but I remember an upperclassman told me this and he was like, make sure you tell everyone else. Um, but not every, not like everyone else, but like mm-hmm. select few, you know? Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't know if that's the advice you were looking for, but that's, that's one that's always stuck in my head. Well, uh, you know, it's practical. Yeah. Very practical. So, yeah. uh, I would say, uh, I just think both my four years here as chaplain and when I was a student, I kind of have the same advice and that is take advantage of everything oh my gosh, that is Yours here, is way more know? profound. So, I, I mean, well, you were involved in a lot of stuff. You oh, ran, yeah. you were in campus yeah. ministry. You should have went for a play, but, you know, we'll talk That's about that fine. later. I'll do community so, theater. Yeah, there you go. Make up for it later. But, you know, um, but I think, you know, <laughs> getting yourself out there, getting involved in a lot of different things. Um, I, I remember this was more advice that we had in seminary than uh, when I was a college student here, but there's some truth to it. They always, you know, they kind of joked like, don't let don't let class get in the way of your education. Now I'm not saying skip class. You should always no, go to class. No, go to class. That's very important. Seriously. But remember that you know in your four years here, your edu- that is a piece of your education yeah. and a very important piece. But there's so much more, you know. And this is, um, you know, I think that's part of what campus ministry is about: is like f- helping to form the whole person, not just the kind of intellectual aspects of of the person, because this is this is your you know, kind of crash course, uh, in adulthood, you know, a little bit in college. So, um, I think that's important just to take advantage of all those different opportunities that are there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and go to office hours. Like I know everyone says that, like go to office hours, but honestly, like going to office hours and talking with my professors, even though it's really scary when you're a freshman and it's the first time you've ever like talked to this person individually, it's just really good to form that, that bond in that relationship and we're at a school where you can do that oh my gosh yeah and i and where the professors love it that's like the highlight of their day is when a student pops into their office and chats with them about nothing so like i i adore every single one of our history professors um so much they've helped me in different ways um all very helpful and just kind human beings. And I would not be able to have that relationship with them if I hadn't like gone in and asked about something I didn't know. Um, because, you know, the, as historians, I think we are um, always uh, expected to know everything about history. Mm. Like I have a lot of people that'll just throw dates at me and I'm mm-hmm. like, I have no idea. Um, but like, it's okay to not know everything, but you're never going to know it unless you go in and ask. Yep. So, um, yeah, history professors are a bomb. So yeah. are the theology professors. And your professors but. will always geek out about their subject because they're teaching that subject yeah. for a reason because yeah. it's something of, you know, passionate interest to them. So, yeah. And, and they'll say hi to you when you, when you you know, they'll remember you. Yeah. Like you said, it's the highlight of their day. Like, um, I think, I always think of, not to bring up Dr. Skillen again, but I was walking to McMullen one day and I heard my name being called out and I didn't know where it was coming from. <laughs> and I look up and it's uh, Larry Skillen hanging out of his window saying, hey, <laughs> hey Meg. I'm like, That's Hi, awesome. I that love you. Awesome. <laughs> well, Megan, we could probably do this forever. 
it's been a blast. What, 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 what time are we at? Um, about 40 minutes. So oh we probably gosh. better wrap it up. Yeah, See, we, we could should. just go on and on. We so. could. We'll just keep recording. But uh, this is uh, this is the end, I'm afraid. So um, it has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful four years. It's been an awesome 50 episodes. I'm so grateful for you and for this podcast mm-hmm. and for um, this time at Ambrose that we've been able to share and for Dave, uh, always faithfully recording Thanks, us. Dave. and um yeah so this is this is good and all the guests we've had on yeah. all of this so lots lots of good things and and thanks to give out there so yeah this looks great on my resume so thanks oh yes yeah i'm kidding i'm your... really bad i'm really bad at sentimental stuff i just make a joke we talked about that earlier where we just joke. uh yeah i kind of use the same joke uh, our technique. way through sadness but yeah. yeah no i really from the bottom of my heart this has been the best like experience that i've had here um, one of the best experiences I've had here. Um, and I never thought I'd say I was a podcast host. Yeah. Um, so that was really special. And to do it with you is just even better. It was a blast. So, so okay. much fun. Hurry up and make a joke. I hated saying all that. But Why don't you I just bring it. us home oh. one last time? <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. All right. I need to. May the faith be with you. And with your spirit. God bless everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.